0: Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle Podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle Program, and I am your host, Chris Angle. I'm the author of four books in philosophy, and one of which is, the defi- is Defining Ethics, Good and Evil. And These books are available free for viewing at thephilosophicalangle.com. Ph- the if you'd like to uh, contact us, uh, make comment, hit that Like button or uh, give us an email at contact at The purpose of The Philosophical Angle is to examine the nature of concepts and ideas in current media. And so, what's happening lately, of course, is the crisis on the border. And so, let's discuss that. And the title of this podcast will be, Why the Left Created the Border Crisis. And so the first thing you need to do in order to understand why they created this border crisis is is to understand the difference between the left and the right. And so there are two political parties going back all throughout history, right back to when man became tribal. You always had that person which came out on top, a leader, uh, and uh, and those who followed, and eventually that leader became the haves, part of the haves, and the other part would be the have-nots, the followers. And as society progressed, uh, they the leader progresses into or evolves into the king and queen, and uh, and the uh, the have-nots evolved into the workers, the serfs, the proletariats, the slaves. And so you have the, the haves and the have-nots, the upper echelon and the lower echelon. And so the difference of the, uh, of the thought process that go into being a have and the have-not are slightly different. <clears> the <throat> uh, have-nots, uh, just like the haves, They believe in the uh, demand for that which is good for you. And so uh, the haves, uh, the leader, uh, becomes a leader because uh, he knows that becoming a leader is good for him and he believes often that uh, what is good for him is also good for society. And thus, uh, that brings in dictum two uh, of both the haves and the have-nots, that man is born with... Uh, St. Augustine's principle of libido dominandi the will to dominate uh, which is uh, anthropologically uh, 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 <clears throat> uh, a, uh, a real principle uh, it's, uh, anthropo- anthropologists in comparative behavior have all uh, conferred that uh, there is a will to dominate within the human species and they uh, uh dictum three is that the have nots are inherently not good. in other words, the haves believe that the have nots are really in their hearts not good. Uh, and the have nots uh, <clears throat> believe that inherently uh, everybody is uh, is good and uh, and uh, so uh, and then dictum four. Is that uh, is one of uh, uh, the have believed that the uh, and the uh, in noblesse oblige, which came out of the uh, 19th century uh, French Revolution, that the uh, nobles uh, would provide uh, and have a duty to provide for those who who are uh, of the not haves of the. Of the worker class, of the slaves, of the proletariats. they have a duty to provide a minimum uh, uh, level of of, uh, of, of living, uh, and uh, and the haves believe is that there's a duty of voluntary charity, and. The haves believe that when you have something, that they when they jump out and become haves, that they have a duty of being uh, charitable to others. And then the fifth principle is that uh, the Lord Acton principle, that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And that's uh, uh, a, a dictum of the haves. The have-nots, on the other hand, is a principle that absolute freedom begets ethicalities absolutely. In other words, when you're free uh, in society, uh, in a, in a, uh, then uh, you're, absol- you're obliged to be ethical uh, to others in society. Okay, so, uh, so now we have uh, the left, uh, and they have their kings and queens, and we have the two classes of royalty and nobles, and and uh, they're uh, they're up here, uh, and the uh, and the nobles and their associates uh, construct a cadre of facilitators for the haves. In other words, in order to take care as society grows, uh, uh, to be able to command over the have-nots, you need a a you need a government f- uh, uh, bureaucrats, you need uh, corporate management, you need uh, facilitators, uh, in order to uh, rule over uh, <clears throat> the lower class. And uh, and in order to rule over, you need control. And uh, control is an anti-cooperative mechanism. and uh, But the haves can be controlling uh, because that they believe, uh, as we just pointed out, that the nature of the serfs are inherently bad, and so they must control them. And uh, that was victim three that we just discussed. And some of the left believe that the have-nots are bad because they are uh, just not of the social class of the haves. Uh, in other words, because they are high up in in the echelon of of, uh, of society, uh, they are uh, <clears throat> they are naturally good. And those way down are the deplorables, and uh, they are uh, inherently a Bad people, and uh, and the left and the haves use this word uh, uh, to describe uh, those who are not of the facilitator and king and queen class. Those that are deplorables, and so uh, these facilitators and uh, the king and queen and and the upper echelon uh, uh, have uh, uh, control the have nots through uh, motivation and through the negative knowledge pl- of plus force. Now negative fo- knowledge of plus, uh, plus force are uh, are the laws and regulations uh, that the facilitator class uses to control uh, the have-nots. And an example of the motivation uh, uh, that is present is that, um, is that they will give out welfare funds to do nothing in exchange for their vote and loyalty. Uh, and. Uh, and the have-nots, uh, uh, they, I'm sorry, the haves will think that they are providing and should provide a, a social net, and this was the concept of noblesse oblige, which was dictum four that we just discussed. And uh, this is typical of uh, societies of the communists, the fascists, the socialists, and the old uh, king and queens of societies of uh, the uh, middle and uh, uh, dark ages. Uh, but there are uh, some uh in the uh, uh in the lower echelon and the have not echelon who don't want to submit to control and don't want to continue in you know, being a, a serf or a s or a slave or a worker bee uh, there are the those have nots that want to break out of the uh, social network of serfdom and they uh uh, they they want to uh, uh, do that which is good for their for their lives, and that fulfills dictum one, uh, which was that all life does that which is uh, good for it. And so we, the, the have-nots uh, try to break out and become part of the middle class. And, um, and it will be thought and considered uh, by the haves that these non-cooperative serfs that broke out into the middle class um, are basically bad people, and uh, their nature is inherently bad, and therefore uh, they'll have uh, little respect for the indiv- uh, <clears throat> that is uh, the haves will have little respect for the individual rights of these have-nots, um, and uh, and but this is a uh, this is a problem for the left when uh, the haves the the have-nots break out into the haves section of society uh, and they uh, uh, create their own middle class. Uh, The haves will try to uh, segment the the society again. Uh, It'll separate them from the facilitator class from the uh, the middle class. And uh, for those that break out even higher and, and become wealthy, uh, these uh, people will uh, try to be incorporated into the facilitator class by uh, the facilitators and by the, the halves uh, of the upper echelon. But uh, back to the problem f- uh, for the left when, uh, the, uh, when the serfs uh, break out into the middle class. And the problem is that, uh, as we mentioned, the first dictum of life uh, gets in the way. Life doesn't want to be controlled because uh, life seeks that which is good for it, and continually seeks that which is good for it. And life wants to pursue goodness for itself, for its offspring, and to a lesser degree and to a greater extent, uh, to uh, to uh, uh, to a great, uh, out into society, and uh, and it will do this by. Uh, cooperating with uh, with individuals of society and life seeks goodness by making sacrifices to achieve rewards in other words everything we do is a is a sacrifice to achieve a reward and this uh, this equation uh, produces uh, a betterment and improvements um, uh, in society and this the improvements are done by increasing uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, uh, this the ingredients of the sacrifice, and these components are the uh, these ingredients are risk, information and knowledge, time and energy, um, and it's a, a product as as opposed to a, if that's a, if that's a product as uh, uh, that that's a service. But if it were a product, then we'd have to add, add in material uh, to uh, one of the variables, and we can actually write out a little equation. Uh, for that, so, uh, for the sacrifice equals the reward. And within the con- uh, constituent variables of, of the sacrifice and the re- reward, uh, most of the improvements come from knowledge and information variable, which improves the sacrifice and improves the reward. So, yeah, and, and the reason for that is that there, uh, we're already pretty busy. Uh, we can't really increase time that much. We're already, our, our days are full. And, our, uh, and we expend about as much energy as we can. So, the, uh, and uh, we try to reduce risk. Uh, so, the real variable here is the information knowledge that that of your sacrifice uh, when you when you sacrifice something uh, to get a reward. And uh, and therefore, as, as knowledge improves, so does life, and uh, the differentiation of of the creativity of the new products and services that it. That it produces, so knowledge increases the variation and uh, differentiation of all the new types of products, and it's all due to knowledge. And so the left tends to to suppress the accumulation of knowledge by its production of anti knowledge, and and the left suppresses this uh, this accumulation of knowledge um, uh, because uh, it helps the have nots become haves, and the have-nots begin uh, to become part of the uh, the nouveau riche class. And of course they do this by uh, regulations and, uh, and laws. And the have-nots uh, will become conservatives uh, because in production of the rewards uh, cooperation is needed, uh, which we just talked about here. And as the uh, uh, cooperation increases and the have-nots believe and trust in the goodness of others. Um, they, uh, uh, as they, as uh, cooperation increases, society prospers. And um, so, uh, and by the way, cooperation equals knowledge of the efficiency. Uh, in other words. Uh, When you recognize, you cooperate because you recognize that when cooperating with others, uh, you're going to produce more than if you didn't cooperate with others. And so, uh, and, and cooperation is possible by the effusion of respect. And the appropriate dispensation of respect is the essence of ethics. And we respect others in order to cooperate. And we cooperate in order to produce goods and services which brings us up away from misery, which is is the nature of all that is good. And therefore, increasing the amount of cooperation produces greater goodness in the uh, conservative base. Uh, Therefore, uh, the Democratic Party does not grow naturally when knowledge is being increased in society. Therefore, the uh, Socialist Democrats search for new sources of voters with lesser degrees of accumulated knowledge, which make them, uh, which will make them continue uh, in the, the with their system of uh, caste socialism and uh, keeping their base constituent voters under control, uh, because these are these so they're uh, seeking people that uh, do not have much knowledge. And so uh, in a democracy to work and pay taxes, uh, and uh, also known as tribute, uh, and receive welfare, they'll, uh, dwell, they'll give out their welfare uh, to, make, uh, to give the basic necessities of life, thus fulfilling the noblesse oblige uh, principle that we discussed earlier. So in fulfilling uh, this need for for votes in a a democracy, the left will look to importing uh, those with low levels of sophisticated knowledge to be their future voters. And thus uh, the leftist halves will naturally control the unions. Uh, So they'll naturally want to control uh, the unions, uh, which are made up of workers that are all approximately the same in the degree of knowledge uh... under which they uh... they do their jobs uh... and uh... are uh, and because they're uniform in the amount of knowledge they possess uh... are uh, uh... they're suitable for union work and uh... The, and the differentiation of products is of no concern to the unions in fact in the union situation uh... if you uh... if you get more knowledge and uh, uh, you will eventually uh, destroy the, uh, the, union. the the union. The union itself uh, will eventually disappear. So as society prospers through the increase of knowledge and in, in uh, and in a democracy, the left loses voters and will actually become a minority party. And it loses voters because its voters are becoming more prosperous, um, going uh, to the uh, from the have-not uh, to the nouveau riche uh, segment of society, uh, because they're accumulating knowledge and uh, uh, and and becoming uh, prosperous, and they don't need the Democratic Party anymore, and so that's the reason why the left looks to import low-level immigrants of knowledge and control the unions. And this is their voter base. And that's why they created the border crisis in order to import or allow the migration of low-skilled, low-knowledge individuals. Of course, these individuals can eventually uh, get more knowledge and prosper in society. But for now, they are needed by the Democrats in order to ensure their position in the uh, in the echelons of government. Thanks for watching. Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment.